0: Welcome to another episode of Thriving Through Menopause. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. Today, we're going to talk about something that every woman in menopause will be going, do you have a solution for that? And that is sleep. Because we know that sleep's hard. It's hard to get to sleep. Sometimes it's hard to get back to sleep when you wake up wide-eyed at two in the morning. And of course, there can be lots of reasons why we're not sleeping. Anxiety, palpitations, restless legs, all those dreaded night sweats. But maybe there's other factors too. And so I'm really delighted to have with me today my guest. She is a life and business coach. And stress and sleep are her special areas where I know she brings breath work, meditations and EFT. Some of you may know that's tapping. And her name is Crescencia Cook. Welcome to the show, Crescencia. I'm delighted for you to be here. Hi,
1: Clarissa. I'm delighted to be here as well. Thank you
0: for inviting me. It's wonderful. Tell us just a little bit about you and how you got into working with sleep as a key area.
1: Okay, I suppose I got into this because... Strangely enough, I did a deep action for 21 Days of Abundance uh, Meditations Challenge. And I came out of it. I've been meditating for a long time now, since my kids were very young and they're 27, 24. And I came out of it thinking I want to teach meditation. So I became a meditation leader and I did find that people who were coming to me. Had a lot of problems with confidence and stress, high blood pressure. People came at it because they wanted to meditate to reduce that and sleep. And meditation is really good to with sleep. And I just veered down that route of helping people with stress and meditation because of the people that were coming to me really. And I really enjoy it. I love finding out about it. I As you know, I did uh, do yoga nidra, which is some yogic sleep, and it helps you get into a really relaxed state. And the first time I did it, I was blown away with it. Even though I meditation for a long time, I found it really relaxed me. I learned how to be a yoga nidra practitioner as well to help with the sleep.
0: Well, that's beautiful because I'm also a yoga nidra practitioner, which is very exciting. So I think we might return and talk more about yoga nidra a little further down the interview because it really is a very special technique. Yes, it is. But, but let's start. Why do menopausal women have so many problems with sleep from your experience, Cresenza i
1: think there's a lot of things happening in your body as the hormonal things decreased progesterone actually muscles of the neck you could have problems with sleep apnea and in women doesn't mean that you're going to start snoring but the quality of your breathing your breath is lower reduces and that makes you more fatigued during the day. That's how you can tell sometimes. So then you've got the physical stuff that's going on. The weight gain doesn't help sometimes with sleep. And you've got the hot flushes, the sweats, as you said earlier. Also the increased need to go to the toilet, which is something I used to suffer from. Getting up more frequently and then not being able to go back to sleep once I've woken up. Again, as we age, there's a decrease in melatonin, which is a vital hormone for sleep. It works with day and night. So when it's light, your melatonin decreases. And as it, as it gets darker, it increases but because you don't get as much if we don't produce, as much as we go older, it's more difficult to sleep. And then there's the psychological stuff. We, we tend to get more anxious through the menopause because of all the different things that are happening to us and also dealing with day-to-day life. We're having hot flushes and feeling fatigued. It make, makes us anxious. And I also found that when I was going through <laughs> menopause, lost my filter. And usually I was, I'm a really calm person, but I find that everything used to irritate me. And that's not helpful to you either. And you, you carry all that back into your sleep process and find it difficult to relax then.
0: Wow. And it's not surprising when you put that list together and you think, well, I can relate to so much of that, that not being able to rest, rest relax, feeling a bit edgy and yeah, that getting up in the to go to the bathroom a few times in the night, be a that was my night last night, I have to say, that I had to get up at about three and I struggled to go back to sleep. But I did manage, maybe because I am, you know, a yoga nidra practitioner and I just very gently do some of that practice and I go back to sleep. But it certainly is a real issue. And of course, when we're tired we get more tired and then we're nodding off at seven o'clock in the evening which doesn't help us to sleep either
1: no and i think it's not just the fatigue and you've got your brain fork don't you You can't concentrate when you're really tired and that's and then you've got the craving for carbs and high sugar that when you're tired you want those high carb foods to keep your energy and sometimes you balance it so it has, uh, it has different
0: effects to, on all of us. Gosh, yeah. Those are some really big factors. What I found really interesting, Cresenza, was when you mentioned that sleep apnea. And actually, that was the first time I'd ever heard that. So that was really new for me. That sort of cricks in your necks and not being able to breathe properly. And I know breathwork is a big part of your work. Talk a little bit more about breath and sleep. And why it's just so important. But breath work really helps with the anxiety that
1: you feel. It naturally stimulates the uh, sympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and re- relaxed system of your body. So the longer you breathe out, um, it stimulates the rest and relaxed system and helps you feel more relaxed slows your body down calms you down when you're agitated you're probably um, breathing quite shallow into your throat probably your heartbeat is faster all those stuff where you're ready the fight and flight stuff it also could cause you to also get hot as well so actually in using your breath to calm you down helps cool you down as well, it helps um, lower your heart rate and keeps you calm. It's great to use, I don't know when you wake up because you've done yoga nidra but I advise a lot of people to actually use breath work either to help them fall asleep or especially if they wake up at night because the last thing you want your mind to start doing when you wake up this night is going through your to-do list and all the things that you haven't done or all the things you need to sort out and get your mind active again. You want to keep it calm and focusing on your breath, how you breathe, that helps to keep your mind calm and you can do it. There is no particular science. If you look on the internet, they'll say, try this, try that. Basically, I would say there's four ways of using your breath. Using equal lengths. So breathing in, say for six and out for six. Or box breathing. So uh, breathing in for four, holding your breath for four. Out to four, holding your breath for four. Definitely a longer breath out. So maybe breathing in for five and breathing out for seven but what you need to remember when you do these things is that it needs to be smooth you're not breathing in all your breath at once and then holding it and then breathing out it's it's slowing your breath down so you're breathing in slowly breathing out slowly and the other thing with using your breath is actually to be able to use your full body. Because a lot of us, if you watch a toddler um, breathing, you'll notice their stomach goes in and out if they breathe. They're using their diaphragm to breathe. We forget as we grow older, we learn how to hold our breath. And I've been to the osteopath recently and he's showing me some exercise. And when we concentrate, and I don't know whether, if you ever go to yoga, sometimes a teacher will say, don't forget to breathe because we're so concent- concentrating on what we're doing, we forget to breathe. And when we're anxious, it's natural for us to just breathe with our top half of our, our lungs, and not use our full lungs.
0: That's but, big, isn't it? It's really, it's really a big thing. I notice that people breathe very shallowly, as you said, and very fast, a lot faster than uh, you would breathe if you were trying to relax. I'm not sure what the breathing rate is, but it's unbelievably quick. And I have done some breathing work too and, and notice that you're trying to slow down to just a few breaths a moment, not one or two, but maybe six or seven. That's quite hard because it's not natural, as you said. And then obviously breathing, using your full diaphragm and breathing into your belly is not how we breathe at all as adults
1: it's not how we breathe at all and that's and, and it actually it's so much more beneficial for our whole body our circulation when we breathe properly and to stop and spend a few minutes every day and get into the habit of actually using your diaphragm that uh, really slows down uh, your breathing and helps your well-being
0: And anybody can do that, can't they? Because breath is free.
1: Anybody can do that. And the great thing about breath is free. It's natural. It happens naturally, but we can also control it. And that's what... And when you're controlling it, actually, you're performing some mindfulness as well because you're being in the moment.
0: And as you said, I've heard before that box breathing is particularly good for sleep, but you're saying really any form of slowing down will be beneficial.
1: When I first started doing breathing for sleep, I used to do a circular breathing, breathing in long through your nose and out through your mouth. I used to try and do that for count to 10. And I don't think I ever got to 10. And I've tried things like counting sheep and I've got to 100. So I found it, it really helps me. And now I'll do whatever I feel right at the moment. Now I'd probably go out with the longer breath, breathe in, breathe out for longer. Because now I know that actually uh, stimulates my rest and relax response yeah. in my brain.
0: And that means that anybody listening to this oh. you could just go to bed and just quietly do a few rounds of breath, couldn't they, Cushenza, and then go to, help you go to sleep because you're actually relaxing.
1: It helps you go to sleep. It it helps it because it's a form of mindfulness. You stop thinking about all your activities and stresses, stressful thoughts of the day, You stop ruminating, and that relaxes your mind as well as your body.
0: So we've mentioned and weaved in yoga nidra in and out the sleep of the yogi but in the context of breath why is yoga nidra such a great practice a form of meditation because it's not really a a yoga practice is it
1: no it's not a yoga practice it is a form of guided meditation that you do lying down and it induces this state between falling asleep and being awake and it actually helps our body find balance, and it helps regulate the auto- autonomic nervous system. And like I said when it previously the first time I tried it, it was so relaxing. You've got several parts to it. Some parts are quite fast, which allows your brain to actually disengage from thought. and so you stop thinking. And that those parts, you probably go through imaging and visualisation or parts of the body. And then there are different things you could do body scan, you could do something I quite like doing is we called it opposites. So you're going through opposite feelings, heavy, or light, hot and cold. And the idea of that is actually We spend a lot of time thinking that's bad for us. Let's take hot and cold. Some people really like the sunshine and some people really like person go for the sunshine and think, oh no, it's cold, push that away. But actually holding them in balance, and that's the whole point of these um, exercises, holding them in, in balance means that we can, when we have something that comes into our lives, that we feel accepted as just being part of
0: life. That really
1: helps yeah. get there since you sort of... And,
0: and that's what I really love about yoga nidra is that you're practicing it, but you can take those things out into your life. So you're relaxing, but you're also able to work with things. And as you said, that acceptance, and I think that for me, if I was to add a bit in here, is what makes it so great for this menopausal time of life, when sometimes we're struggling a bit with accepting where we are and what's happening and changing. And yoga nidra can be such a support for us in that in this time.
1: It is. It's a support for the acceptance. It's a support for sleep. It's a support for your whole body, really, to get it into that state balance remove the stress yes. that's how I see it remove the stress 20 minutes but the effect lasts for a lot longer than that doesn't it you...
0: Oh yeah, it does and, and and things can happen I think and I share a funny story that I was when I was training to become a yoga nidra teacher we used to, we're practicing in pairs with each other and suddenly somewhere through the practice that obviously my beautiful partner was she was leading me through I started to laugh and I couldn't stop laughing. It was like I'd released something and I. she thought I was crying and then I was laughing and laughing and it went on afterwards. And the teacher said to me, that you've reached a certain euphoric state. And she said, that's can really happen to people, that it had happened to her as well, that there was this release of tension which had been held for so long. So I, I think it's a very powerful meditation practice that is so good for us.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. And people can laugh. The other thing I've seen is people shaking because that is them releasing the stress out of their body. They're completing that stress cycle, removing the tension from their muscles. So, yeah, it's really powerful.
0: I'm really delighted that you're here sharing this with us, Cresenza. And anybody can access yoga nidra, can't they? Because they can either go to a teacher or they can just download from the YouTube or whatever. Is there any Anything you particularly think is a good resource for yoga?
1: I use YouTube. I also use Insight Timer. There's some good yoga nidra there. You don't need to use all those parts when you're um, going through the yoga nidra. I really like the rotation of consciousness, which is quite fast naming all the body parts because I think that really helps my brain switch off. And other people might concentrate on a body scan or or visualisation. So listen until you find the voice that you find soothing as well. A lot of my clients have come to me now. They say, you just start talking and I've fallen asleep.
0: You're so right. Find a good voice that you really love. And I love the idea of trying different ones. So go on to YouTube, an insight timer, you're right. It's free. If those of you out there enjoy meditation and this is not an app that you've signed into, I've been using it for years, then do jump in there. There is so much opportunity to try. It's free. You don't have to commit to anything. You just listen to whichever ones you like and you find a few teachers and you can give yoga nidra a go.
1: Yeah, and I also do yoga nidra. I was doing it as a deep dive into sleep and I was doing it for four consecutive nights at nine o'clock so that people actually do it while they're in bed. And then it was part of their routine. I start off with doing some movement Because that helps remove the stress out of the body, the muscles that you've you've put in during the day. And then opens up the chakras as well. And then I do the yoga nidra. Sometimes I put in EFT as well.
0: It's so great that you've been doing this. What does the EFT give over and above the things that you're doing? Obviously the yoga nidra and the breathing and the uh, movement. What do you feel EFT adds to that?
1: I think EFT is really good for sleep as well because EFT works with your acupressure points on your body it helps the flow of the energy through your body so if you've got any areas that your energy is stuck it helps the flow of the energy to your body and with EFT you do a lot of acceptance you might start off you they call it the karate chop point on the side. And you might say, even though I find it difficult to fall asleep, I love and accept myself. And then you tap round and the first half of the effort is actually accepting where you are so if i sleep it means i'm tired the next day this is the effect it has on my body i'm cranky i argue whatever and you just accept yourself in that state and as you say accepting yourself a lot of the times actually removes the problem because a lot of times we're fighting that we think we shouldn't be like that we shouldn't be cranky we shouldn't be angry with ourselves because we're having hot sweats or being anxious, but actually accepting all that and think that's how we are and that's okay and I still love myself for it. And that usually is enough to bring down the anxiety. And then we do positive rounds about how we want to be, you know, that we want nice eight hours sleep, we don't want to wake up and all that. And it all helps clear the energy blocks. Uh, And again, it's another layer that can help you
0: are things that anybody could really access, gentle movement, breath, EFT, to put yourself in a space um, with yoga nidra, to actually fall asleep and stay asleep. Yes, and you can use tapping if you wake up as well to go back to sleep, because it's something
1: you can do. And again, you could search tapping for sleep, you'll find people giving you a little script or routine. You'll knowing that you're going to commit that time to doing it and think, I've got to be there at 6 o'clock to do this class of yoga nidra or yoga or meditation or whatever you want to do, people turn up. But if you were just thinking, I'm going to look up YouTube at some time and, and try it, probably very unlikely to
0: happen. Yeah, or you have to be very disciplined and have that kind of mindset. And I think we all... Really appreciate that there are practitioners like you, Christian, who are totally focused on this to help people really when they're stuck and they don't have those routines embedded. In yeah, and I was going to
1: say it will relax you the first time, but anything else is educating your body with meditation, with breath work. The more you do it, the more you
0: educate your body. Actually, this has started now. I can let go. I can really so. I think we were going to do something special now. We had talked just before we came on that Krishetsa is going to lead us in a body scan practice for everybody to get a small taster of what it might feel like to uh, get ready to fall asleep. Yes, I
1: am. So, if you're listening and you're not driving, obviously, just get yourself comfortable. Make sure your back's supported. You can do this lying down if you like. sat down just make sure your back's supported and if you feel like it it close your eyes if you don't want to close your eyes just look down uh, at the ground just in front of you and just take your focus onto your breathing and notice how you're breathing at the moment the length of your breath, the rhythm of your breathing. And where you're taking your breath into, it could be the chest, you might be breathing into the stomach. You might just feel it, the airflow in your nostrils. And we're going to lengthen that breath so i want you to breathe in and filling up your stomach and then breathe out pulling your stomach into your spine so as you breathe in imagine the air going through your nostrils Down the back of your neck, down your spine, into your belly, and breathing out. Bringing your belly in and watch the air go back up the spine and out through your nostrils. Just do a couple more breaths on your own like this. Deep breaths. So as you breathe in, I'd like you to tense your right arm. So really tense it up. And as you breathe out, relax the arm. And as you breathe in, tense up your left leg squeeze your toes and your thighs and your calves breathe out relax your leg and breathing in tense up your left arm my hands in the fist tensing your biceps and triceps Breathe out, relax your hands, relax your arm. And next breath, breathing in and tensing your right leg. Breathing out, relaxing your leg. And we're going to breathe in, tense up your right arm and your left leg. Breathe out, relax. Breathe in. in. Your left arm and your right leg. Squeeze tight. Breathe out and relax. Now we're going to do the full body. So squeeze, breathe in, squeeze your hands and feet your thighs, your shoulders, your arms, squeeze your face up as well and breathe out if you want to return to your breath. Just breathing naturally now, losing any control that you had of your breath. Notice how it's changed. Since the beginning and when you're ready just move your hands and feet slightly take your focus back into your body have a stretch and open your eyes So, I hope you found that
0: relaxing. I certainly did. And I hope (laughs) everybody listening did too. I feel, ah, there's a little bit of a sense of just, oh, letting a little weight of the morning go. Beautiful. And so simple. It is really
1: simple, but I think all these techniques are very simple. And it's about putting them into practice. And what I'd like to say is about Making sure we have those pauses in the day where we actually stop and do something like that. That took about just over five minutes, I think, maybe. But you do three breaths whenever you notice, if you feel tension, just having three breaths in and out, really focus on your breathing like we did to get into your belly. That will send you rest and relax, stimulate your rest and relax response. And then, and it helps keep you calm, the day so you don't have that tension when you go to sleep and it'll be easier to relax then once you're in bed.
0: Yeah I think that's a brilliant tip because we often wait till the bedtime and then we're so tense from the day that it makes it harder but you're right stopping through the day and doing something simple or even simpler than that we did just now for a few minutes can make all the difference. That's been wonderful. Christian. it's been wonderful having this conversation with you. And uh, I'd like my listeners to be able to know where they can connect with you and find out more about the work you're doing and your Monday nights where you're leading different practices.
1: My website is stopresetgrow.co.uk and you can use that as well
0: for Facebook. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your techniques doing, and doing that. has been a real pleasure
1: for me. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed it. And I hope your listeners have enjoyed it as well.
0: Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding.